there was a story by Gelb this week, uh, just about how like Sam Fold, who is eventually going to take over for, for Dombrowski, we we hope everything goes well there. But like just his connection was able to get Brian Kaplan here, and Brian Kaplan was not taking any MLB offers, but he trusted Sam Fold, oh, and now we have this guy with a pair with Caleb Cotham, who like, <laughs> like <laughs> every pitcher's learning a freaking cutter, which I, I've been trying to preach for years mm-hmm. like it's an important pitch to get off the barrel it's a great pitch now they're starting to get into the sweeper thing which is like the, the most revolutionary pitch in baseball because it's a combination of a slider and a curveball um that just i can't believe this is a new pitch it's exciting i know it is last time we had a new pitch a, that's what i'm saying it's been a while since we had a new pitch the like, gyro ball maybe yeah <laughs> like the last one which, and that wasn't even like really you know like that's a really like it's been a while. Yeah, it's been the same pitches. I mean, well, and how about the, and how about the Phillies being the team that's starting to embrace it? Uh, right. Well, it's crazy. And the other thing that I think is really important, um, and, and and maybe the most important part of this whole thing, and maybe the most important, um, you know, uh, you know, where how the team is transitioning into being a smart team, is that the players actually buy in now. And that's the biggest thing because the Phillies have tried this. They've they brought in driveline. They've brought in smart pitching people. They've brought in all this stuff. But now that now they're you finally see them buying in. Like Zach Wheeler's buying into a sweeper. Mm-hmm. Aaron Nola's buying into like changing his routine to m- keep him more fresh late into a season. Like all these things that they would usually push back on, mm-hmm. they're starting to finally embrace because like the sport has become so science e oriented. Mm-hmm. But the Phillies were resistant to it. And that's the thing that I think hurt them for a long time. Like, you know, uh, who was the the pitching coach? Was it Chris? Uh, who was the pitching coach after after McClure? That, that was with the Astros or whatever. That that was like, oh, I told them that Justin Verlander needs to throw the four seam up in the zone. Oh, um, regardless. Yes. I regardless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like he might have been a pretty smart guy, yeah. but they didn't know how to implement it. Like John Maley. You know, John Maley. Disaster. Right. But like. He had been a part of a Cubs team that was very data-oriented, and these guys didn't buy into it. Uh, like Gabe Kapler, whatever, like mm-hmm. all these guys throughout the years where it's they've tried, but now they're actually buying in, and you're starting to see the development of these guys. You're starting to see them, okay, a cutter here makes sense. Here's why I'm throwing it. Like it's just, it's such a, for as excited as I am to watch them and for as excited as I am, like the future is making me just that much more excited because they're real. Like, they, this is all real, tangible, and I, I just, I think it's only going to get better. And I hate that the Mets are smart now, yeah. and I hate that the Braves are smart because it's going to make everything harder. The Braves have been smart for a while now. They have yeah. been. Um, although they're they Trevor Sean Murphy, so how smart are they really? I I, I hate it that way. I'm with you, <laughs> but, like, you know. It's just, yeah, it's just, this, this whole thing's going to be a gauntlet, and they're only getting better. They're only hopefully going to start, you know, developing better hitters, but that's, like, the one thing that they really, they figured out pitching. Pitching is going to be great. Um, now it's on, on, on developing some yeah. hitters, so it's uh, it's it's really exciting. That's the one thing that sucks about spring training is there's no like interesting really hitters until late in the game. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, you're not. Yeah, you're not taking any big you know takeaways. I mean, look, it was nice seeing Castellanos moving up the box a little bit. Like you can see little oh, things. Thirty-one inch bat. Yeah, buddy, hitting bombs. Um, look, I uh, I'm with you, dude. And it's just, again, I said it before, but it's the thing that we keep coming back to with. You know, when Dabrowski got here, the the thing, you know, we expected him to kind of make moves to win now for this team. What I didn't expect was him to build up the franchise the way he has. For him to, you know, again, make it look like what a winning organization should look like. And, you know, I, 
Like Dave Dombrowski is the most important person in the franchise in a really long time. Yep. And I didn't, I didn't obviously didn't see that coming. Well, he's like, at <laughs> he is he is like we could look back and say Dave Dombrowski is the reason the Phillies are, you know what, a twenty year contender or whatever you want to say, like are in it almost every year or consider win, winning World Series. Like we can look back and point to this change. Like I, I believe we will be able to look back and point to this change and be like Dombrowski changed everything. I know he won a world championship, but he's more important than Gillick. Like Gillick took it's a over- really fascinating point. He's certainly done more for the organization already than Gillick did. But Gillick was, you know, Gillick was he made the the perfect yeah. moves to get them over the top. Gillick might be the best general manager in this sport. He's one of them. But but he also took over a team that already had Howard, no, Lee Rollins, right. Hamill. Right, he like, did not have nearly as hard a job as what Dombrowski's done here. In Dombrowski's changing the the changing everything. Yeah, no, so. it's a really it's a it's an interesting thought. It's a really interesting thought. Like, you might be right about that, which is kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. And when they get the World Series this year, it'll be cemented. All right, let's get... Yeah! <laughs> All right, let's get uh, some other stuff from spring training. Um, and he, what stood out to you? Obviously, I mean, the Trey Turner just... Uh, just, dude. Let's just... Let's, yeah, let's, let's, let's do gush. it. You know what? Because it's one of those things where it's like, oh, yeah, we got Trey Turner, but we, we should make a gigantic deal about watching Trey Turner play in a Phillies uniform. So I um, I have fought the idea of Trey Turner being the leadoff hitter just because, like, I think it makes more sense to go Schwarber, Turner, Harper when Harper is back. Um, but, man, like, watching him at the top of the lineup and just, first off, just putting immediate pressure on the on the pitcher's head. Like, if he gets a base hit, then he's, and then, then he's on first base. Oh, and the pitcher's already – so you so what the hope there is – is that if the, if Schwarber's batting two, which Thompson seems to indicate is going to be the thing, which I think is smart. Yeah, I guess oh, I'll get get up. We were like, oh, let's get up one nothing. Get up two nothing. Boom, two nothing. And Boom, I two nothing. I Boom. agree. I just I, I've I've uh, maybe the World Series just scarred me, but like the my one two hitters being strikeout machines was not something I well, enjoyed last yeah, year. Yeah, agree, agree. But but for what it's worth, I mean, what Schwarber's talking about, like he is talking about trying to make yep. contact more this year and take advantage of the shift, which is a really smart thing to do. And maybe it's a few less homers, but. I mean, he's a good enough, smart enough hitter where I, I could see him, you know, adding 30, 40 points to the average or something like that. Like, it wouldn't be the craziest thing that ever happened with the shift. Maybe maybe not 40 <laughs> points, but you know what I mean? Like, 20, yeah. 30 points. Like, he could have 250 and, well, and hit five really, homers. Just, it just changes the math equation. Yeah. Um. So, so but, but with Turner first base, now you have the pitcher already thinking like, Oh, believe I got to make sure I keep him close. Yeah. So it takes a little bit of their focus off of the off the, the, off the batter off at, the at, the plate. at the plate. Plus, if he gets on first base, and they don't want to make sure he gets to second base. There's gonna be a lot of fastballs. Yep. So Schwarber should be able to sit there and and, and sit dead red, especially with the pitch clock, with the pickoff stuff. Like there's a whole new layer to all this. These pitchers are just going in and trying to like <laughs> get used to this whole thing. Yeah. And then you got Trey Turner on first base, being like, "Yeah, try to pick me off again. I'm, I'm, I'll take it. Yeah. I'm good." You know. And and it's dude. He is one of those people that are so fast they glide. He glides. No, he glides. <laughs> like like that's it, dude. It looks like his feet come off the ground. And he's just gliding. It's like you're on those uh, the airport escalators. Yes. Which I think are the dumbest thing in the world, I know, by the way. Just walk, dude. Well, like, the dumbest like, is they, they get on there and then start walking. Yeah, I know. And it's like, what, either stand on it or don't. Yeah, make yeah. a decision. Yeah, you don't get to go in between. I, I need to start point. running airports. I think it's a good point, by <laughs> Thank you. A, not just a good point, an important point. Thank you. It's important. This needs to be talked about. Just stop walking. Yeah. Or walk. Take it easy. Um, no, but he it's it's so fast. It is so fast. And just immediately puts that pressure on like, all right, Jay turns on first base, bang, he's gonna get to second because he's mm-hmm. like because 
the bases, I think, have already made a big difference. Like, yeah. Like, Stadi stole a base the other day yeah. that was easy. Like, it's all been easy. Um, so, so it's just like, he is, and it, he is just so good. And, and, and I love, the thing that I love the most is just the bat control and saying, like, all right, well, I'm going to shoot this to right field. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, well, the, again, also taking advantage of the shift again, too. Like, the, if you, you know, he could put the ball wherever, you know? The infield was in the other day. The non chip you know. The infield was in the other day. He's up the bat. Just like, oh, I'm going to poke this over the shortstop. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's no big deal. So, it, it, <laughs> I knew Trey Turner was great. But, but in, watching him, yeah. Watching him every day, it's like, we get to watch this 160, hopefully 160 times, and in the playoffs, like he I'm is so excited about that. Yeah, it's, he's actually the most like Harper's better, and I was more excited when they signed Harper because it was the first time, and we got the guy, and we got the biggest star in the sport. But in terms of just like my excitement, as someone who watches, you know, whatever we watch, 158, 160, whatever we watch, with missing a game or two here or there when we have to with a wedding or whatever, like I think this is the most excited I've been for a player they brought in to just watch him every night to just. Watch this dude play baseball. Well, if I mean, he could make the case. Turns the better all around player you than could. Bryce. Absolutely. Um, yeah, like absolutely Harper could. has the the box office appeal, and yeah. and he's the guy. And the, you know, Turner Bell- plays a more important position. He's a way better defender. He does more on the field. It's a, it's the, an absolute argument. The an fact, absolute argument. But we have them both, so it doesn't matter. We don't have how to. Cool, like how? <sighs> I I, got, I just have one of those moments, dude. I was about to be, like, yeah, I was like ventilating for a second there. Like it's, whew, the Phillies. Well, the fact our Phillies, the so, Phillies. So the fact that they have them both, you have Schwarber who can hit forty some home runs whenever. Uh, Literally led the league last year. Led the league in home runs. You have, I, 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 I'm, I'm continuing to buy into Cassianos. I think we all are. It's, it honestly, it's one of the weirder things that's going right now. I thought you and I would be like having to convince people or fighting people or whatever. It seems like the vast majority of people are like, oh yeah, he's gonna be good. Like I. It's really strange, actually, to me. I really expected a lot more, like, ah, gas, what a boss, raw. It hasn't been that. Like, we did a poll on the mid. Or, there it is. Wow. We did a poll on the morning show. Do you expect a Canciano's bounce back season? It was like 80% yes. I couldn't believe it. Well, and it's because they finally, you know, look at track records. And yeah, like, oh, yeah. It's like, look at a career instead of a season. Oh, sure. yeah. He had a down year. Um, so, and, and, and I would be more concerned if he was chasing again. But everything in spring training has been, I'm I'm laying off that, I'm laying off that, I'm laying off that. So Kevin Long's telling him to move up more in the box. I think the 31-inch bat, at least training with it, is smart. Um, so so I think Cassiano's bounce back hopefully happens. I, I would be surprised if we had, like... He's not doing 309-34. Like, exactly. We know that, yeah. But I think, I think like, 280-28, 280-25, 280-30, even, like, something like that is, like... 270 and and 28 or something like that. Like I think that's a realistic season when you think about what he did last year compared to that. Like it's like adding a whole new player. I know. Yeah. Um. So you have those two, Casty, whatever. But the guy who I can, I I think I talked about this last podcast. But the guy that I've been yeah, the highest on, I know. Bomber. He's already looking great Bomber. so far. I, it just looks like a different player. First off, that homer was like it, that was eye opening. Like it was like oh. You didn't. You don't do that type of stuff. Like, yeah. well, unless it's Josh Hader. Unless it's Josh Hader, <laughs> or Lance McCullers in the World Series. That's about it. Yeah. Um, no. So with with, with Boehm, you want to talk about a guy who just looks more confident and looks like looks the part this year. Like ever since I bleeping hate this place, <coughs> and and the city giving him that standing ovation when he came back the it's next. It's been night, a. It's been a. 
It's, a, it's, it's the best thing that could happen for him. I it, it really is. It's yeah. the best thing that could happen for him. Uh, and, and I'm not going to let the negativity of someone like Joe Giglio like bring We're me down. At the whole, which is a weird thing. See, these are the changes we talk about. The new scheduling and stuff. It's like Joe Giglio's here during the day every day now. It's so strange. <laughs> which is great. No, um, you know what else too with Bone that I don't think we talk about enough as a, as a Phillies fan base, just in general, doesn't get talked about enough. Like, you know, you don't think about him as like a, a super hard worker or whatever, but like to make the improvement he made last year defensively to go from what he was to the more than passable player he was by the end of the season as a defender, like that takes work, man. Bobby like, Dickerson, man. That's what I mean, though. But that takes dedication, that takes effort, that takes work, that takes want to. Like, it doesn't just happen, you know? And I don't think we give Alec enough credit for the work he put in to get there. Do you know what I'm saying? Alec Hurts? Alec Hurts! Exactly! Look at that. Look at that. Uh, same guy, essentially. They look the same. Winners. Yeah. Winners.